I, mean, I got to sit literally front and center from him. I was like literally the first seat to his left in the first row. Then he was looking around for things and uh, he looked at my shoes. I was wearing my Sperry's at the time. Now, mind you, this is summer and I'm wearing Sperry's with no socks. So I'm like, what the F, bro? And so he grabs my shoe and like, you know, if I were to sell these shoes for you guys for a dollar, would you buy them? Most people said, yeah. And then what about five? What about 10? 25? What about 50? What about 100? And then he said, like, what about 500? And people were just like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not buying it. And so he made the point, like, listen, like we all know how to value stuff, but we don't know how to value assets. And now we need to spend more time looking at assets so that we can just take a look at something, know the location, know the area, and boom, and spit out a number and know how it's worth. The journey to wealth is a long walk, and some may walk quicker than others, but what good is sprinting to the finish line if you pass out when you cross it? On Walk to Wealth, we enlighten and empower young adults to build wealthy, abundant lives. They say the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, and your first step starts right now. This is Walk to Wealth with your host, John Mendez. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Walk to Wealth podcast. If you're tuning in on YouTube or any of the podcast directories, make sure to give us a follow because I don't want you to miss out on any of the amazing episodes I got coming on this year. Without further ado, we're going to get right into this one. In this episode, I'm going to share my story of how a billionaire stole my shoe and it got paid $10,000. So let's get right into it. So for a little bit of context, as most of you guys know, if you're familiar or if you didn't know, I'm a licensed agent with Keller Williams. I was still licensed to this day. Uh, let's see how, how much longer that lasts, especially because now I'm focusing on my marketing and my podcasting stuff. But license with agent with Keller Williams, there's always events going on. There's always Keller, Keller Williams events going in person, virtually, trainings, workshops, you name it. Like KW always has something going on. And so one of the big things that they do is every year they host a summit called Quantum Leap for young adults. And Quantum Leap is pretty much like a summit where you learn pretty much the biggest life lessons that Gary Keller, the founder of Keller Williams, has learned throughout his life. And I wanted to go to it. Now, we're in 2022 now, to give you guys a little bit of context. We're in 2022. This event was going to be hosted in June of 2022 in Austin. And so I wanted to, to attend, but I was like, man, I don't have the money. So I wasn't going to. And that was pretty much it. But then one day, uh, it was during one of the... So I signed up for a Keller Williams training called Bold. And it was one day after the training, if I'm not mistaken, I ended up meeting with one of the team leaders in our office. His name is Dan Raposo. And he ended up sponsoring my ticket. Me and him talked and he was like, John, each year I sponsor a ticket for someone to attend. And I was like, damn, okay. Like, I would love to. Like, I wanted to go originally, but I didn't have the money. And he was like, yeah, I, I could pay for your ticket to attend. You just have to figure out the flight and hotel. So I was like, damn, okay. And so for me, I was like, I'll figure out the rest and it's going to be fine like I, that's not no no issues so he ended up sponsoring the ticket and i ended up using my points to book a flight if i'm not mistaken now the wasn't even that many points i think it was like i forget how many points it was but i ended up using points to book the flight and then for as for hotel so back in february i went to family reunion which is my first co conference ever and i met some people that live in austin in that area so i reached out to one of them and then they agreed to host me right they agreed to let me stay at their house so I wouldn't have had to pay for pretty much anything. I used points for the flights. I would have had a friend's house to stay at to sleep. And then all I would have had to do is pay for the transportation to get from their house to the the HQ. It was at the Williams headquarters. And so now fast forward a little bit. This is about the month before. You guys assigned in groups, right? 
each person that went there was assigned a group. There was about 200, a little over 200 people that signed up. And so I was in, I think, the yellow group, if I'm not mistaken. And someone reached out. They're an agent in North Carolina. They had reached out to me because they used to be from Stanford. And so me and him connected. He was a dope guy. And um, we hit it off. And after that, we didn't talk for a little bit. And then the week of, right, I'm about to go to Austin. A couple of days before my flight, the lady whose house I was supposed to stay at, she and her entire family ended up catching COVID, like the whole household. Now, she was also my ride from the airport, right? They're going to pick me up from the airport, bring me to their house. Now their entire family has COVID. And this is, I think it was the day before they told me this. And so I'm like, damn, all right, what on earth am I going to do? So I did what I always do. I just figured it out. So the day there, my flight was good and all. So I was, I went to the airport, flew there on time, had no issues getting there. But then when I got there, I went to go get my check bag. And from there, I got my check bag and I'm sitting down like, yo, what on earth am I going to do? Like, I have no transportation. I have no place to stay. So I'm sitting down trying to figure stuff out. And um, I started texting. I started calling people, calling people, calling people. I ended up getting a phone call from my CMO uh, that I used to work for my senior year of high school and talked to her for a while, which was the most, it was a great conversation, but it was just like out of the blue, right? It was super out of the blue. And uh, then from there, while I was there, I ended up um, seeing an agent that I know from uh, Tulsa, I think, Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. And I know she's from Tulsa. I forget what state that's in, though. And she's a millionaire real estate agent. Now, I know of her because of some of the real estate calls that I'm on. So I see her walk by and I go one up to went up to her to introduce myself. And then me and her, you know, started talking. And it was another lady as well with us, but I forget her name. And so I'm walking with Jenny. They ended up giving me a ride to the main hotel that I was staying at, right? So here's where connections is super valuable because if I had not been on the real estate call that I was on, I would not have known Jenny. And if I had not known Jenny, I would have been stranded at the airport. I mean, I probably would have had to just take an Uber to the hotel, but even still, I would have been stranded at the airport or stranded at the hotel. And so that was a big blessing. So connect, network, making connections helps a long way, especially for random times like that when you need it, when you actually need it. Boom. So I get to the hotel. I still have nowhere to stay. So I ended up reaching back out to Alberto, right? So I reached out to Alberto and I was like, hey, by any chance, the lady who I was house I was supposed to stay at, they all have COVID. By any chance, can I stay at the hotel with you guys? And he was like, yeah, if you don't mind splitting it. I was like, all right, bet. I don't mind. And so I ended up splitting the hotel with them. And now the first night there, we ended up getting, as I said, it was like a networking night. We were all in our groups. We went there and we ended up playing rock, paper, scissors, right? It was a massive rock, paper, scissors tournament. And somehow our group won the entire thing, right? Our group won the entire tournament. And because of that, we got to sit front and center the day that we're going to teach, we're going we're, we're gonna to see Gary. So that was going to be that Friday, going to be all day with Gary. And he, he, we got front and center tickets. And so pretty much spent the night, right, at the hotel, woke up the next morning, we got there and um, then Gary started presenting and I, mean, I got to sit literally front and center from him. I was like literally the first seat to his left in the first row. And so he was presenting, he was speaking. And there's one point he was talking about pretty much how we have learned to value things that don't matter. For example, he was like, all right, you see this pen? If I were to offer you this pen for 10 cents, would you buy it? Most people said, yeah. He said, what about, you know, 25 cents? What about 50 cents? What about a hundred, you know, a dollar, right? People said, yeah, what about $2? What about $5? People were like, eh, what about $50? And then everyone said no, right? Everyone agreed that we're not going to buy it, right? Then he said something about, um, 
I use another example and uh, went through that same process. And then from there, after that example, then he was looking around for things and uh, he looked at my shoes. I was wearing my Spirit at the time. Now, mind you, this is summer. This is summertime in Texas. It's June. It's hot. And I'm wearing Sperry's with no socks. So I'm like, what the F, bro? And so he grabs my shoe and like, he like, he didn't really sniff it, but he kind of like fake sniffed it and pretended like it stunk. Now, I'm pretty sure my feet did his thing, but like still, I didn't, you know, it's the middle of the summer and I'm wearing Sperry's with no socks. And so um, he ended up saying like, you know, if I were to sell these shoes for you guys for a dollar, would you buy them? Most people said, yeah. And then what about five? What about 10? What about 25? What about 50? What about 100? People started getting a little iffy. And then he said, like, what about 500? And people were just like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not buying it. And so he made the point, like, listen, like, we all know how to put value on things. Why don't we know how to do that with a real estate property or, or, or when it comes to an investing in real estate? Like, why can't we just look at a property and be like, oh, like, that's 250 right? But we can look at a pair of shoes and be like, oh, that's worth 75 bucks. Or we can look at a pen and be, know that that's worth a dollar, right? He was making the point that we all know how to value stuff, but we don't know how to value assets. And now we need to spend more time looking at assets so that we can just take a look at something, know the location, know the area, and boom, and spit out a number and know how it's worked. And now we need to, but we've been spending so much time focusing on valuing things that don't matter. And we need to spend more time valuing things that do. And so my big takeaways from that day, my big, big takeaways from that day, he mentioned a lot of amazing points. So one of my biggest points is like the law, you know, first creation and second creation. And so what Gary talked about there is that we all live two lives. We live the life that's in our head and we live the life that we actually live out in reality. And the life that we live out in reality that we're currently experiencing is just a thought that had already previously happened. So in order to change your current reality, you have to change your first, you know, um, your first life, your first creation, which happens in your mind. But most people, 95% of the time, are acting on autopilot. Most people spend 95% of their day operating on autopilot. And most of these thoughts that, you know, pretty much control us and how we're wired and how we think and how we operate is in our subconscious mind. It only uses about conscious thought about 5% of the day, right? And so most of our thoughts are in the subconscious mind. And if you're operating on autopilot the whole time, how on earth are you going to be able to figure out how to change yourself or how to change your reality if all the thoughts that are controlling you are deep down in your subconscious? So that was like a really groundbreaking thought for me. Like that was really, what's the word? It's a, it's a P word that I'm looking for to describe it. Oh my goodness. I forget what I'm, the word. But um, the next thing, the next big takeaway that I, I learned from that day was, as I said, about the valuing assets. Uh, another big quote that he said is, I don't do what I do because I'm Gary Keller. I'm Gary Keller because I do what I do. And that for me, it was funny, but it was a flex. And it really resonated with me because it's like, he doesn't operate how he operates because he made it in life. Like he made it in life because he operates how he operates. And so it's like, do you. Be you, you know, there's a future quote I love and it's like, I do, you do what you want when you're popping. And like, that's what I originally thought of when he said that. It's like, he does what he want, but he did that even before he was popping. He was running stuff up and down the real estate game in Austin long before Keller Williams was what it was. And then from there, he just kept doing that and kept doing that. And even when he became successful, nothing changed, right? Another thing is that people who really have it figured out in life, speak with so much clarity, speak with so much simplicity. It's insane. Like these big giant ideas that they're able to freaking condense down into like a single sentence. Like the ability to do that is insane. And for me, I think one of the biggest things I realized if someone of that level of success, it's like what they preach and what they teach about isn't just, you know, good lessons that they learn. 
it's like almost it felt like it was ingrained in his DNA. It was literally his genetic makeup, which is made up of all these profound. There we go. Profound, just amazing ideas. Like that's just he didn't have to try and, you know, uh, fake it. It It was him. Like he embodies everything he teaches. He's like the living embodiment of the stuff that he teaches, essentially. And so like those are some of like the biggest takeaways I learned from that day. I made a lot of good connections. Now, that's all for part one. This one's a quick episode. Next episode, I'm going to be sharing with you guys. All right. I, I told you guys how you stole my shoe, but the next episode, I'm going to be sharing with you guys how I got the 10K from it. And so stay tuned because this could be, especially if you're between the ages of 18 and 28, you can most likely get 10K too. So stay tuned for the next episode. You've now finished taking the first step. Now let us help you take the next one. Subscribe to our newsletter at walktowealth.com. That's walk2wealth.com so we can keep you moving on your journey. We'll see you on the next episode of Walk to Wealth with John Mendez.